10 things to do before you open up your Etsy shop. It's important to set a strong foundation and ensure that you're setting yourself up for success. I remember when I first started selling on Etsy 10 years ago, I didn't think about these principles and found little to no success on Etsy. However, over time, I slowly started to learn these tips and applying them to my newer shops. Then I was able to find a lot more success, which is making me over seven figures in revenue. Today, I'll go over 10 things that you should do before opening up your Etsy shop. If you want to make sure that your shop is set up for success from the very beginning, make sure to subscribe. So let's get into it. Hey there, welcome to a new episode of the Brandon Timothy Show. I'm your host, Brandon, and throughout this podcast, I'll show you how to start a successful Etsy shop, learn side hustles, and create a sustainable passive income by selling digital products. This podcast is your roadmap to a thriving Etsy shop and digital freedom. So let's get started. Number one, figure out your target audience and what you want to sell. Running a successful business, it's important to have a clear understanding of who your target audience is. Are you selling products towards younger consumers or older ones? Are they primarily males or females? Understanding the demographic of your target audience can help determine what kind of products and marketing strategies that can be most effective. Also, knowing exactly what you're selling is just as important as identifying your target audience. Having a clear vision of the types of goods and services you want to offer and how they align with your overall brand messaging. This really helps maintain consistency with your customers, creating loyal and repeat business. Make sure to have a good understanding of both what you're selling and who you're selling it to. Number two, set up a shop name and banner that represents your brand. When starting on Etsy, one of the first things to come up with is a catchy shop name and banner. And this can be difficult as it needs to accurately represent your brand and products while also being memorable and visually appealing. It's important to take your time and really think about what your brand represents before setting up on a name. It's also helpful to brainstorm potential names and do some researching just to ensure that's unique and not already in use by other Etsy sellers. As for the banners, I have a dedicated video on how to design the best banner for your Etsy shop. So I'll link it somewhere up here on the screen. Number three, research competitors and create a unique selling proposition. If you're selling on Etsy, it's important to stand out from the crowd. And one of the ways to do this is by researching what other sellers are doing and use that information to come up with a unique selling proposition. Start by browsing categories in your niche and make notes of popular products and trends, then think about how you can offer something better and different. For example, when I initially started selling wall art on Etsy, I wasn't first by any means. In fact, there were a lot of sellers doing this already. However, at that time, everyone only offered single print per listings. So I thought to myself, what if instead of offering one design per listing, like what everyone else is doing, I could sell similar designs, but offer in sets of twos and threes. And it has really helped my shop stand out since then. By carving out a niche for yourself, potential buyers are more likely to choose your shop over others who offer similar products, resulting in more sales for your shop. Number four, understanding the importance of SEO. If you want your Etsy shop to be successful, it's essential to understand the importance of SEO or search engine optimization and how to use it to your advantage. Basically, this is the process of adding relevant keywords in your shop and listings so that they can rank higher in the Etsy search results. And since most buyers begin their customer's journey through Etsy search, it's important to make sure that your shop is as searchable as possible. There's a number of ways to optimize your Etsy shop for SEO. This includes using relevant keywords in your shop name, titles, and tags. You can categorize your listings in different sections using focus keywords or providing detailed product descriptions, which can also help with SEO. A few tools I like to use for SEO is Everbee, Sales Samurai, and E-Rank, which I'll link them down in the description. If you're enjoying this so far, make sure to like and follow my channel for more content like this, like helping you build a full-time income and grow your Etsy shop. All right, let's continue. Number five, create a cohesive look for your shop. When setting up your 
shop, it's important to create a cohesive look. This means that all of your listings have a similar style and overall aesthetic, and this can be achieved by number one, using the same fonts. Number two, choosing a color palette and sticking with it. Number three, choosing a consistent theme and layout for images throughout your listings. For example, if your products are displayed in a solid color background, you want to make sure that you're using the same background for all of your items and listings. You don't want to have one in a great background and then another one in a colorful pattern background, for example. By creating a cohesive look for your shop will make it more visually appealing to potential buyers and help it stand out from the rest. It also just makes the shop look a lot more professional. This is one of the biggest mistakes I see a lot of new Etsy sellers make, so make sure to pay attention to this one. All right, number six, invest in high quality product photos. Investing in high quality product photos is one of the best ways to make sure your listings stand out. By invest, I mean devoting the same amount of time you would investing in your products and you would do the same for your product photos. For example, let's say you have the best product in the world, it won't mean anything if you don't present it correctly. Unlike selling products in person in the physical world where customers can inspect them however they like, they can zoom in, look closer, stand back and feel it to see the actual size or test the product out in different situations. In the online world, we can't do that. So we have to find ways to represent the same. Quick tip, if you're wondering the best ways to showcase your products, a simple way to spark ideas is to see how other competitors are doing. What are they using for the main image? Are they adding text to the images? Do they have a call to action image at the very end, you can find all these answers by doing just a couple seconds of researching. Another tip is since most buyers browse through the Etsy on the mobile platform, it's important to make sure your photos are clear and looks good on small screens. 65% of Etsy buyers shop from their mobile phones. So a quick test is to zoom out, squint your eyes and see if the image is still visible. And if you have text, is that something that you can read from a small screen? All right, so number seven is write catchy and informative item descriptions. So the next thing we're going to talk about is your item descriptions. And as one of the most important elements in your listing and one I see a lot of people overlook. Good item description should be able to answer these three things. Number one, what is the product? Number two, how will it benefit the customers? And number three, why should the customer buy from you? So keep in mind your potential customers are just scrolling through, They're not going to read a whole novel. So make sure your descriptions are short, sweet, and to the point. Quick tip, think about the keywords that you want to rank for and try to include them as naturally as possible throughout your description. And this will help your listing show up in search engines and give you a better chance of being found by potential customers. Also, if you want to learn more SEO tips and different ways to optimize your shop with easy to follow instructions, check out my ultimate Etsy SEO playbook, which goes over how to rank higher on Etsy, how to write effective titles and tags, how to get more traffic to your shop, and ultimately how to increase your sales and profits. So if that sounds like something you'd be interested in, make sure to check it out in the description below. All right, let's get back into it. So number eight, set competitive pricing. This is a topic I can talk for hours, but I'll try to keep it short and sweet. When setting up your price, you want to make sure that they're competitive. This doesn't mean being the cheapest. It means offering a fair price for the value of your product. You also want to make sure that you're making a profit. So a lot of people make the mistake of thinking they need to charge less in order to compete with other sellers. It's not necessarily true. If you're selling a high quality product, you can charge more and still be competitive. And this kind of goes back to tip number three, when we talked about creating a unique proposition. If you can display it and the buyer can see it, they'd be more than happy to pay more for yours. Number nine, ask for constructive feedback. This is something I wish I did when I first started selling on Etsy. Asking for feedback from people you trust is a great way to get an outside perspective to your shop and see what you can do to improve. Don't be afraid to ask the tough questions like, what do you think I can do to improve my shop? Or can my products compete with the current market? For example, one time I took a screenshot of an Etsy search page within the category I'm targeting, and it would show all the best sellers from different competitors. Then I would Photoshop my listing into 
into one of the slots next to all the best sellers. And then I would ask my peers and family and ask them, hey, out of all these pictures, which one would you choose? Without telling them which one was mine. At first, my images wouldn't be chosen, which is fine and expected. But then I would go back to the drawing board and I would do more revisions, right? Keep putting my newer updated image with the rest of the best sellers. And I would go back and forth showing my friends and family to the point where they choose mine over the competitors. And that's when I know I was ready to launch. And I know the strategy is very tedious and time consuming, but trust me, if you're able to do that and create a image that's better than the competitors in your space, you'll definitely find a lot of success that way. Even if your shop is brand new compared to these top sellers, because you've already proven that yours is a great clickable image and Etsy will seize that, seems that your click-through rate is a lot higher than others and will eventually rank yours higher, even as a new seller. Last but not least is trust the process. It takes a lot of hard work and dedication to be successful on Etsy, but it's so worth it in the end. I remember when I first started out, I would get so frustrated when my listings weren't getting any views or sales, but something kept me going back and continuing to improve my craft. It was seeing others succeeding in this field and I was like, if they can do it, so can I. If you're feeling discouraged, just remember that even the most successful Etsy shops start it exactly where you are now. Creating a successful business takes time and effort, but it's always worth it in the end. And that's it. Thank you for taking time to watch it to the end. If you enjoyed it and are serious about learning how to sell on Etsy, make sure to like and subscribe and leave me any questions you have in comments below. I'll try my best to answer them for you. Until then, I'll see you next time. Take care. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you found today's insights valuable, don't forget to check out my free in-depth masterclass waiting for you in the descriptions. Or you can find out more information at brandontimothy.com. There's other resources there for you to check out as well. Until next time, always remember to stay inspired, stay creative, and above all, stay committed to your journey towards digital freedom. Take care.